What's going on, everybody? This is Ezra McNeil, and this is, once again, Real Talk with Ezra. In our generation, money is everything for, for some people, unfortunately. But um, especially, you know, in this day and age, as college students, you know, we try to maintain our money and, and try and get it the best ways we can from, you know, working, doing work study, trying to save bread, helping out the loans, college loans from working at Red Lobster down the road, uh, trying to get the tips where, wherever is, regardless if it's Red Lobster, Ruby Tuesdays, Applebee's, um, or some people maybe just think about doing real estate in college. Um, and today is today is a good episode because um, I'm excited to learn more about it because I'm I think I'm starting to get more into real estate. I was looking at vacant houses in Petersburg today, found like Ooh. 19, and 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 just want to see you know whatever we could do. So I got a a good brother over here that that knows about it. So what's up, man? Hey, man, what's going on? Just just grateful to be here. I'm excited. Uh, to be on Real Talk with Ezra. Man, tell them who you are, man. Uh, my name is uh, Corey Vickers. I'm a senior here at Virginia State University. I'm originally from Long Island, New York. I moved to Chesapeake, Virginia in 10th grade. Um, I actually came here to Virginia State on a football scholarship. I was a quarterback. I was okay, but I didn't have the legs and the arm. I had not been all of that. So <laughs> uh, I decided to leave the football field uh, after the first semester of my freshman year. I just want to do something different. I was just tired of just being a football guy. I wanted to you know, try to go out there and get internships and maybe dabble into entrepreneurship and see what I could, right. what I could really get popping. So um, after that, um, going into, you know, I became a member of Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated my sophomore year, and then I did an internship at Liberty Mutual, so that gave me a lot of sales experience. Then after that, um, I was able to do Altria, um, which is another sales opportunity, um, which really gave me a corporate structure on how sales works from a larger scale. Mm -hmm. um, so I came across a real estate opportunity. Uh, we were doing um, community service at Walnut Hill, and I saw that all these kids were using the same bathroom mm. when we were doing, um, you know, reading books to the students. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. What can I do to help this city? And I, like I said, I spent the summer um, in the Petersburg area, so I really got to see what it's really like outside of the campus. Right. I never really looked outside. It was every what's going on every Friday and Saturday night. So as I looked around, there's hundreds of hundreds of vacant homes, mm. you know, in a community that is predominantly African American. So yeah. I would say, what can I do to try to help fix this? I know I didn't have the money. I probably had less than the refund check. And I really didn't have much. So I started researching and found, you know, wholesaling real estate. That's crazy. It's crazy how. Like, Petersburg, for those who don't know, still don't know, although I talk about Petersburg all the time, Petersburg <laughs> and, like, the Chesterfield area is basically college-ran and people, you know, from Fort Lee, which is, like, a military base that is, like, maybe 20 minutes away from the school. So it's kind of crazy to say that, like, a, a, a great school like this, like, is sort of in, in a desert, mm. you know? Um, Literally. It, like, it's, it's crazy, like, going to these different houses today is just like every other house had a notice on saying like it was unsafe or it was being winternized you know mm -hmm. like if you it's dangerous to try and you know use the plumbing and stuff like that and nobody um nobody is was in it at all like really vacant like nobody only furniture in there so it's really sad to say that you know the the community is not dying, but it's just like in despair. Um, and 
but on the flip side of it, when you're somebody who is, you know, trying to help out and get people to, you know, really get these homes and have people to move in. So, you know, Petersburg and Chesterfield area can be better than what it sure. than what we first saw it to be. Sure. You know, it's it's really a good thing. So like let's talk about like the first the first time or your first deal that you closed. Like okay. especially with wholesale. Or or let's get into the topic of like what is wholesale. Okay, cool. So first we'll get a little bit what is wholesale and real estate. So wholesale and real estate I like to say when you're wholesaling you're really running a marketing and a sales company. Um, I wouldn't really say that you're in the business of selling real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you're doing is you're taking a, a vacant house that you meet with someone outside or on the phone or over the computer, and you agree to a number. Uh, when you agree to that number, you get at a number that you know that someone else will want to come in, uh, a buyer, an investor, will come in and buy that house from you um, without using any of your own cash, credit, or anything of that nature. You don't have to use any of your money when you're flipping these houses without actually going in there and fixing it. Right. Uh, so that's kind of wholesaling real estate. Um, my first deal, um, like I said, I, I spent the summer in this in the city, you know, driving for dollars, which is what we call driving around and, and locating these vacant homes. Right. And getting in contact with the homeowner and finding out, hey, you know, are you interested in selling your property? No, I see that you, you know, you're not making any money off the house. You know, you're probably paying taxes on it. Is there anything I can do to serve you? Is there anything I can do to help you? You know, if you would love to meet, we can do that. And if not, we can handle stuff over the phone. Uh, so my first deal, um, you know, I had spent about two to three months researching, researching wholesaling, like right. really understanding it, really taking my time with it. And I jumped out there and like Ezra said, I mean, Ezra spent the day today and got 20, 30 properties in probably less than an hour of his time. Those are that you know that could possibly be a hundred thousand dollars that he's looking at right now if he just knows and has that specialized knowledge on what to do. Right. Uh, so what I did was I was driving around and um, actually what I did I went on Craigslist and saw that someone was selling their house on Craigslist. On Craigslist. Wow. So we have mobile apps, all Zillow, you know, all these certain ways that you can get free leads. I called him and said, hey, you know, I see that you're just in selling the property. Can we meet? It was actually on um, High Street or well, Hinton Street, so it was like maybe three streets away from the school. I met them. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know none. Of, I, don't, I still really don't know much about repairs and things that nature. I had no idea. I was just like, all right, well, I got the piece of paper. How much do you want for it? I got it for uh, fifteen thousand. I didn't spend a dollar. I took that piece of paper and went to the attorney's office, gave it to them. I took a photo of it, posted it online. I went to a few networking events in the area. So wherever you guys live out there, you know, just Google real estate meetup, real estate investor meetup and you're going to meet these people that are looking and searching for these deals that they would love to pay you for for them to build up their portfolio or start doing flips like you see on tv so what they did they came in and uh, he offered me eighteen thousand for it so that was three thousand dollars i made three thousand dollars in literally less than three weeks and i just spent a whole summer making eighteen dollars an hour it would take me a whole month to make two thousand dollars and it was three thousand dollars cash straight to my to my bank account I was like, whoa, whoa. After that, it was it was it was on from there. I did about two or three more deals in that area, and then I was blessed to have a fraternity brother of ours, um, you know, loan me five thousand dollars, and I took that five thousand dollars and joined the mentorship program because, like everyone says, you know, it's is you need to invest in yourself. You need to invest in this knowledge. We're paying what, five ten thousand dollars a semester here at our school. I'm paying thirty a year. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's Word. yeah. Out of state is crazy. So. Yeah. 
I said, you know what, let me take that five grand. I went into a program and I just treated it with the mindset of this has to work. This is all I have. Um, I, I've done the great internships and jobs and it was a great experience and I learned a lot and I saved a lot, but I really, really have a passion for entrepreneurship and, and, and serving others in our community. That's what's up. Let's talk about, because you said that you didn't know what you were doing really, um, but what what was the fear or or did you ever like second try and second guess yourself like maybe I'm doing the wrong thing or like is this a scam or like it sounds good but am I really getting you know is it really worth it like you yeah know I, for sure man I mean those thoughts definitely went through my mind um, you know there's certain group chats or people that you guys can follow on Instagram like you know Jay Morrison or Max Max or some of these these leaders these innovators in this industry. And, and, and following Facebook groups as well. Um, and these Facebook groups, you would see kids, grown people, single, everybody posting checks every single day mm -hmm. from 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, every day you're gonna see somebody. So that kind of built my belief. And um, I just, when I heard people say I couldn't do it, they said, oh, you need a license, you need money, you need this, you need that. I said, okay, cool. Let me, this is it, let me do it. There's people that look like me, my age, that are out here getting checks and actually making the community a better place. Mm -hmm. You know, some of these houses that were vacant when we first got to school are no longer vacant. I drive by, you know, I see tenants, so it's like I feel like I'm actually leaving a, a little bit of, of an impact. impact on on this community every every day. Yeah, so, I mean, we were before getting on the podcast, uh, we were talking about, like, how you want to basically stay in this area and really, like, you know, help out the community. So, like, what are what are the some of the tactics that you do? You know, while um, like looking at these houses, or you know, what you want to do in the future. Got you. Um, so, I think when it comes to looking at houses, it's very simple, guys. It's, you're really just seeing is this house vacant? Mm -hmm. it, you know, are there high trees? Are the windows a little cracked? Does it look a little dingy, as we would say? You know, that it's just visual. You can see a vacant house. Uh, for all the beginners out there. Uh, for the future and staying in this area, I just believe like in business, you want to have longevity. You know, we I don't just do this business myself by myself. Sometimes I do work with other people and we do deals together. Um, so I feel like I want to grow that longevity with other individuals. I know a lot of people get in business to make quick money and right now, right. you know, I'm somebody that really is serious about this game that I'm playing, which is real estate investing. I'm someone that really wants to do this and will do this for the next 5, 10, 20, 30 years. I know it's hot right now, but 20 years, 30 years, I still want right. to be impacting people in real estate and outside of real estate. Is there anybody that you truly look up to? Like, you talk about Jay Morrison and um, a few others. Well, actually, when last semester, um, you had brought um, some people in who are, like, you know, heavy in the game that are, like, what, 23 years yeah. old? So, uh, tell us about that experience. And yeah, them. man, that was an awesome experience. So, we were able to have the Young and Wealthy Tour come down to Virginia State, hosted by the Beta Game of Chapter. Um, and we had Isaac Grace, who was a 26-year-old entrepreneur. You know, he survived cancer. You know, he had a rough upbringings. Um, he, he had a GED, and he was able to do... I mean, it was like 52 transactions for probably, you know, his business was worth over a million dollars. Um, you know, he has had months where he had made over $100,000 in a month, in a deal, in a check, one deal, he made 100 grand. Uh, so we were blessed to have him come down and tell his story. We also have uh, 
Ramel the Mogul, um, big shout out to him, um, who was an investor that went to UAlbany and graduated from college. And as soon as he got out of school, he was able to do like a $1.5 million deal. So he had saved up about 30 grand, used someone else's money to purchase the property, and he was used his money that he had to fix it, and it sold for about $1.5 million. He was a, a young, you know, African, they're both young African-American males um, from the inner city. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, so that, that experience was awesome. I mean, just being able to... I know I have some knowledge, but to have real professionals come in to Virginia State University mm-hmm. and impact the students and let them know what they need to do and the, the, the key movements that they need to do to actually get money in real estate and actually impact people was just it was just an amazing experience. What would be what would be the best thing that you get out of it and also the worst thing that could that could possibly um you could get from, you know, wholesale? Got you. I think the you know, I guess you could start with the worst thing that could happen. Um, you know, it could it could be it could be stressful. It's sales, so you know sometimes deals don't go through. Right. Um, sometimes you know there, there's title issues, there's back tax issues, there's probate. Someone may have passed away, and now there's seven heirs, and you got to meet with those seven heirs like with the absentee. Yeah, with the absentee owner. Right. Um, sometimes the deal just doesn't close, and you may waste time, which time is money. So you literally could be in your mind visualizing, yeah, I'm gonna make X amount of dollars this month, and then it doesn't come. Which is sales one on one. So for you sales guy, that, that's that's normal to us. But for someone who doesn't have a sales stomach, that might be hard for someone to stomach. Like I'm not gonna make money this month, right. um, because they don't have a deal closed. So I've, I've had a few deals not close, uh, which was you know definitely tough. But as you keep growing and learning, you kind of know how to roll with the punches. Um, I think the best thing about wholesaling real estate is it's kind of it's the first step, um, into into real estate. Um, I believe that you know you can make great great money to the mm-hmm. point where it just it, it opens your your mindset up like. You know, growing up, I feel like we always thought six figures, six figures. That's a lot, six figures. And you get in real estate wholesaling, and six figures is it's nothing. You really can't buy a lot of real estate with a hundred thousand dollars. You really can't, especially where we're from in Long Island. I mean, that's Long Island is different. <laughs> you're not you're not getting those type of numbers. So I just feel like wholesaling is definitely a great start. Um, you can definitely build a, a six figure organization pretty pretty easily. Just have a focus. Um, but back to your other questions, some people I look up to. You know, obviously Jay Morrison. He just started the first. Um, black real estate crowdfund company yeah. so he was able to have people come together of our class of people that look like us put money together and buy real estate right. without actually knowing deals and things of that nature so there's buildings now that are owned commercial business by African Americans right. um, I also look up to you know Gene Holloman he was a Virginia State graduate um, he's down in Virginia Beach now he's doing a lot of deals he's also getting Airbnb so he's kind of taught me to shift my mindset like yeah quick money is great get your deals done but at the same time Look to build wealth. Yeah. Don't be a crumb snatcher. Actually be out here trying to acquire properties and start building that layout for you and your family. Yeah. So you can actually pass that down. I know a lot of people always talk about wealth, but it's like we're actually doing the steps that we need to in terms of reading every day, you know, affirmations, speaking positively, writing our goals, you know, being a leader uh, within our organizations. I like how you talked about wealth because I think people still have this, this, um, this kind of noter notarized no not forgive me um how can i say this better um i guess with us is like like you said earlier like with going quick like the rich mm-hmm. like rich is being rich is quick money um and i think with us in this generation it's sort of like a microwave or instant gratification so it's just like some people just want to hear like okay yeah i made ten thousand in a day but it's like you just spent it in the week on stuff that is not even going to help build mm-hmm. build 
your brand, like, because your brand is what the Corey Vickers LLC. Enterprise? Yeah, CJV Property Solutions LLC. So I mean, talk about talk more about your enterprise too. You know. Yeah, like, for sure. Um, so like I said, when I got started, I didn't even do a deal. I was committed. I said I'm gonna get an LLC because I feel like this is what's gonna make me committed. If I'm gonna put this two hundred dollars in, like a lot of these other businesses want, I'm gonna put this two hundred dollars and make sure that I have a legit company. Um, so from there. Uh, once we got the LOC, you know, we got the business cards, we got a logo, we got a t-shirt. So that was fun. But those aren't the things that are going to really make you money in business. A lot of people want to do all the LOCs and all that. Actually understand systems and processes when it comes to business. Understand the, the small things that you need to be doing every day. Mm-hmm. Understanding the mindset um, when it comes to building this business. And like you kind of said before, it's about longevity. It's not yeah. about a quick buck. Um, you know, I was always told don't trip on pennies on your way to dollars. Mm. So we have to think further than now. You know, I, I believe, you know, I would be scared if someone on this campus had possibly as much money as I do or have that because they may blow it. Right. It, it would be gone. Like, because you have to be, you have to have the mindset. Yeah. I mean, having money in the bank account is more of like, to me, it's what you've created. It's what you've built. You know, I have these numbers because of the mindset that I've created, you know, obviously with the help of, you know, God, but just p- always putting that effort in and having a positive mindset every day. Like, it doesn't matter what nobody tells me. Um, I don't care how I look or how you feel I look. I mean, I know our freshman year, we was getting joked after wearing suits. You know, yeah. that was bad. Like, oh, you, you got a funeral to go to. Right. You got a casket. Yeah. Yeah. You're corny. Like, it's, yeah. that was, everybody was looking at us and we was whack. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but y'all don't know what, what we really doing here. Like, right. we're really studying our crafts. And I feel like just being around great people at Virginia State, you know, even our brothers have just always brought the best out of me. Right. Because I knew that my brothers was officers in the military, was creating businesses, was starting podcasts, was getting internships with Terrence J, was DJing, was getting jobs at Microsoft, Lockheed Martin. So I knew like, okay, I got to do something too. Because I love to compete. Yeah, word. (laughs) We all love to compete. And it's just a lot of, you know, great people that, you know, we were blessed with um, to to become brothers with in our journey, you know, on college campus. On this. I mean, so, like I said, this this is my first day, y'all. I got 19 vacant vacant houses that I found and I'm excited to call to see you know what's up with them. So what what can you say for those um and I hope you know during this podcast people listen and just you know want to take that extra step because I mean I I I'm excited to embark on this you know journey to impact people. I mean not of course just making money but also to get people into the community, you know that help raised me you know in college so what can you say for for the people who are like brand new to the game since you know you've been doing this and for a little bit but you you know making you know pretty pretty decent you know moves so what what can you say Um, i would say to someone getting started i would say first things first you need to do your research right you know take that extra hour that you spend on instagram before you go to sleep and just learn about it understand what's going on but at the same time don't analyze it too hard where you spend three, four, five months just researching and understanding the terminology. Like, you have to go out there and do it mm-hmm. and go make it happen. So, I say first things first, studying. Second would be tapping into, like, you know, some of these influencers on Instagram. Because right. you start watching their Instagram and you learn something new every day. Right. Some new things that I learned that you learned that even guys that have been in the business for 10 years, like, oh, that's a strategy that he uses. Mm-hmm. Let me try that too. And um, I would always say get a mentor um, if you can. You know, I, I, I believe having a mentor can just. Get it going a little bit faster. Yeah. Can can it gives that push. It gives the push and you're like, okay, I know where I want to be at. I know what I need to do to get there. He's already been there, but you have to bring value to your mentor. Right. 
You know, whether that's financial, where you're going to pay someone to teach you this knowledge, just like you do in college, or you're going to bring some type of value to him where he can put value into you. You know, right. it has to be reciprocity here in terms of helping other people in business. You have to invest in those who invest in you. Honestly. For sure. Yeah, for that's sure. I see it. Yeah, and just having a mindset like you want to serve your way to success. Um, you know, every person that you're meeting out here in this field or anyone in real estate, whether it's the contract you may meet outside or the homeowner that's in a in a distressed situation. A lot of these people are in tough situations that we're going out there and we're solving their problem. Um, so for me, I, I think just having that mindset of, you know, obviously I'm here to make money. I'm here to be a successful business owner. But at the same time, you know, success is determined by how many lives are better off because you live. So every deal that I have, you know, it holds a special place in my heart. Like, okay, cool. I, I got to help her. I got to help him. Right. I got to help that family whose mother might have been sick or bro- sister was actually in the hospital on her deathbed. And I was able to get that deal done in time for him to be able to handle the things that he needed to handle. Right. Um, so I really would say just have a, a mindset of serving others mm. while you're out there. First of all, service. So, no, nah, never mind. Now, nah, <laughs> if you know, you know. No, nah, but I mean... Hey, Corey, this is this is great stuff and I really pray that, you know, people who listen to it, you know, really take that take that next step and, you know, try and impact others. So I really appreciate you for coming on, man. Any last words for the people? Um, I would definitely say, you know, if you guys do follow me and you may not know me personally, my Instagram page is Cvic00. That's at Cvic00. And um I would just like for everyone out there, you know, whatever you're doing, whether it's real estate wholesaling, um, college or Forex or whatever job that you're going after, you're going to have to have an ability of sacrifice. You're going to have to know how to say no to the things of right now to get the yeses of the future. You know, you're going to have to have to have to understand sacrifice. You don't need to always be the littest one right now. You know, <laughs> I can't do the things that I did when I was a freshman I'm doing now. Right. I can't spend every weekend lit. Yeah. Drinking all like I, I have fun. I enjoy myself, but there's a certain time and a certain place for everything. Yeah. So I think that us, you know, we just gotta work on being able to sacrifice and seeing the long the, the longevity. I know a lot of us just think for now and they want to enjoy things now and maybe things might not work out in the future or whatever happens, they don't care. It's just like I'm trying to have fun now. I'm trying to be lit now. I'm trying to have the Balenciagas or the Yeezys right now. But you know, my story, like I said, is a lot of a lot, a lot of sacrifice. I mean, I know last semester was crazy. My financial aid wasn't hitting how it was supposed to, so I had a hold about $6,300, and it was either take the money I had and put it to school, and I wouldn't be able to run my company, or find out a way. So I had to, you know, be resourceful, and either find somewhere to live, he stay with a friend. couch. <laughs> yeah, we were sleeping on the couch. And, I, and, and it was either pay that, or not be able to run my wholesaling company, so I had to make sacrifices. The business wouldn't be where it's at if it wasn't for that. I got into a car crash. I was still Ubering the, to appointments. Yeah. Because the conversations are different. So when you go meet somebody, I got to go help somebody. Even though, yeah, we might make $15,000 on that deal, I still got an obligation to go out there and help that person because they are in a certain situation. Right. So I just think you got to be able to sacrifice nowadays. You know, if you really want it, you got to sacrifice. You can either play now, have fun now, play, P-L-A-Y, and pay later for that. Or you could pay the price of success now and play later. That's, that's the words of C. Vic. So I appreciate you, man. Right. Um, for those, y'all already got his Instagram. If you have any questions, you know, definitely hit him up. Don't hit me up yet because um, I'm still learning. We're going to get Ezra <laughs> a deal. Be yeah. on the lookout. Watch in the next probably three, less than three months before we graduate. If he's committed to this, people are doing it every day. We can go out there and get him a deal. Yeah, I'm going to definitely... I'm, I'm, 
That's on my 2020 list, actually. It's the, the flipping house. Hopefully before graduation, too. Goal so, setting. Yeah, so it's just like, hey, man, Goal sacrifice. Setting. Set your goals. Get that mentor. And do what you got to do, man. This is Real Talk with Ezra. Yeah, it's a quick episode, but it's a lot of gems in this one. So, everybody have a good one. See you later.